0: Will you show the dentists the client the full catalog of what's available?
1: They'll have access to that full library catalog. They can also walk into it in a VR aspect, walking through a store and seeing everything virtual that we can get our hands on in real life.
0: You must listen.
1: Welcome to the Drilling Millions podcast. The Drilling Millions podcast. Lessons from some of the most successful dentists on the planet. I want you to deal with your problems by becoming rich presented by sage dental partners your practice transition
0: team that escalated quickly
1: coming to you from toronto podcasting, podcasting to the world please welcome, please welcome. akil
0: chawla Hey Drilling Million listeners, this week's episode of the podcast is super cool. I was at an event a couple of weeks ago and I was in a room full of dentists and I was introduced to this one guy who said he could build a dental practice in a couple of days. And, you know, immediately caught my attention. I've been bugging him ever since Come on the podcast. We finally recorded one together. His name is Woody Bongard. Woody found a company called Build Technology. Build Technology specializes in building, the physical building and construction of dental offices. A really cool application of technology and, and innovation there. As we talk about what Build Technology really does, what the competitive advantage is, hint, hint, it's time. And then we walk through the steps of what it's like to actually build a practice. So great insights from someone who builds practices, day in and day out. And I figured for some of the younger listeners, uh, like myself, it's a really good opportunity to learn what it actually takes to build a practice from acquiring the least to actually having a patient walk through the door. Uh, And we cap it off with what the costs are, you know, relating to building the practice and how much a practice actually costs to build from the ground up. Amazing podcast. I enjoyed it. And I hope you will too. So hey, Drilling Million listeners, uh, on this week's episode of the podcast, we have on uh, Woody Bongard. Um, Woody, I think it'll provide some context on, on how you and I met and why I wanted you so badly to come on the podcast. Um, so we met at at Genesis, um, the, the continuing dental education center here in Toronto. And, you know, we're in a room full of dentists. Everyone is, you know, pitching me what they do in dentistry. You know, some of the brightest minds of dentistry are there. We're surrounded by the best equipment. And then your brother, uh, Alex, brings you around. And and I think one of the first things you said is, you know, I could put up a dental practice up in like a couple of days. And I'm like, holy shit, my mind's blown. So wanted to wanted to have you on the podcast really bad. Um, I think you're bringing a lot of new stuff to this space. So why don't we just start off by talking about what build technology actually is? Sure. So build technology
1: is actually, there's many elements to what it is, but I'll start with the sort of the top approach, which is a software. It's really a software company. It's a logistics company that collects a lot of information about construction and is then able to make 3D models to what um, a build will actually look like. So what that really means is it's kind of like a research company. If you need glass, build technology, technology doesn't look at it like a subcontractor is going to give you glass. We look at it like, where's that glass coming to coming from? So the dentist is going to get it in a reasonable amount of time.
0: That's very cool. And, and I mean, you know, your, your catchphrase or what caught my attention um, was actually like the timeline that, that you can actually deliver these practices and using all these technologies. And, and I think in a lot of ways you vertically integrate. So talk to me a little bit more about what you guys do there.
1: Okay, so in terms of like timeline, there's a lot of things in construction that everyone says construction sh- should take a really long time, but when you break it down into the actual processes, it shouldn't. Um, and when there's when a jobs go wrong, it's basically what can happen is guys don't show up in a particular order and it can get dragged out. A day turns into two days. and when you're talking about a dental office bill, it turns into months. And it's not streamlined. it's not cohesive. So what we have done, basically, is we've made a software that everything is integrated. If you make a dental office, everything you touch in 3D, you can trace it back and there's gonna be a a record of who's going to do it, how is it gonna get done? That is basically what our company does. And that differentiates us from other contractors who basically would just say, "Um, here's a price and I'm gonna use my subcontractors. And realistically, you're beholden to their schedules. And we've kind of figured out a way to just get all the job um, data in first, and then we can send out the guys to do the proper work.
0: So this job data is what? The like countertop color layout? What, what is this data? Exactly. Actually like? So
1: job data is basically um, everything a customer would choose. So it's down to the exact finish of the countertop, wood, and any different type of material that you may choose, um, countertop colors, all those different things. And then as soon as we know how we can actually get that to happen, uh, we can make an order. Because if you just choose something, what, what a lot of times happens is everybody has an idea in their head, I want this. But the reality is you actually have to get it done. And to get it done, you need to know where you're going to get it from, right? This is, it, it just would make sense. So our company just bridges that whole, bridges that together, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, exactly. So what's the punchline you told me? Because I want you to tell the audience too, because I thought it was just incredible. So the punchline was you want to get a dental practice up in, was it a day, two days, something along those lines?
1: Well, it's a little bit of a hyperbole. I will be honest. A dental practice in a day, it was to mirror teeth in a day, which is the, the, that's the dental uh, equivalent, I would say. A dental practice in a day, it obviously can be possible. Is it possible right now? Out, no, it's not possible at this moment to get a dental practice running up in a day, but to do major renovations in, in a weekend and to streamline things. So if things are a couple weeks instead of a couple months, it's very possible.
0: Right. So, so what is the traditional timeline look like?
1: So a traditional timeline for a dental office is probably anywhere they would estimate between three to four months and many, many times you're seven, eight months into a year.
0: Hmm. Yeah, my parents, when I was young, got the kitchen done. And I still remember I, I from that day on, I said, I will never get renovations done in any of my houses. Because, you know, the kitchen was supposed to take, I think it was like six weeks or eight weeks. Then, you know, they found some things, then they had to replumb. And then this happened. By the time it was said and done, it was like a year. And I feel like that's how a lot of construction jobs kind of kind of happen.
1: There is, it's not that there's many complicated variables in a construction job, but there are many variables. So there is a plumbing aspect. There is a lot of different things. Um, If they're not like properly organized, yeah, it it can sort of get off the rails. I don't think construction is hard by any means. Like looking into construction, I've really done a lot of research into the actual field and looking into like the type of work it is. I don't think it's a difficult thing. I think it's a communication problem. When you talk about a kitchen, where it went goes bad and somebody in the kitchen needs to do the plumbing on a Tuesday and they don't show up or they're sick or whatever. And the plumbing doesn't get done. And then the tiling can't get done. And then that plumber's busy. And it, it just, it, it's like a mushroom effect in construction. And yeah. if you don't take care of that, it's going to take longer. It's going to go off the rails. But when you actually have- Actually, break down a project, and you're able to look at it in 3D and say, "I want that tile." And you're saying, "Okay, what does that actually mean? That tile means this person is going to do what? He's going to put it on the table like that. It's going to come in slabs like that. So when you work with us, you can actually really see that process. And for me, that's how I understood construction. Does that does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like it's like an assembly line. How it's traditionally done, and you know, if one piece is missing. And then the rest all get thrown off after that. But wait, wait—you you sparked my imagination there for a second. So, you know, I couldn't help but think of okay, thinking back to the kitchen renovation. Yes, it took long, but you know, the marble came in or or the granite came in, and you know, my mom didn't like it. Oh, it didn't look like the photos. So it's not only like between the contractors. Like, I wonder, does this tool help you communicate to your clients better too, so they're actually making good decisions?
1: Absolutely, yes. So in in many different ways, and a lot of what you've talked about and geared towards is timelines, right? So people who have, have real strict timelines, you have to choose materials that are available in those strict timelines. And there is a lot. It's 2022. COVID is not an excuse anymore. There's a lot of materials out there that you can get the next day. There's tons of them. If you're flexible and you have a, a database to look at, and that's what we try to build to Build Technology, we try to build that, that database to say, okay, In the market right now, this is all that's available. This is a one day delivery. This is a two week delivery. That's what we're sort of bringing that information.
0: So say on average, um, you know, I think you say it could be anywhere from a couple of months to a year to build a clinic out. So let's round it to six months. Yeah, I'm going to pressure you on this from six months in a regular contractor. What do you think, you know, blank slate? Absolutely nothing done in a dental office. How long can you stand up that practice? So the patient's walking through the door. I think two months,
1: I two think months. two months.
0: Yeah. I think two months is a
1: reasonable expectation. There's obviously there's permit issue, but if uh, that's having permit in hand, if you have permit in hand, you can get it done in two months wow. over to the dentist. And, and I'm talking about for an office, not a 27,000 square foot office, like uh, the one we were, we were in together, but a normal 2000 square foot, 2,500 square foot place. Yeah.
0: Interesting. Interesting. And that's such a cost savings too, because, you know, people have to first acquire the lease, um, and get everything in place, you know, financing, whatever it may be. So time is money, you know, to a lot of dentists. Um, and that's not even counting.
1: There's no reason to not have like in your mind, even if you're not even close to practice ownership, it, it might seem silly to have a virtual practice set up. It's not, it's something that like, Oh, I, in my practice, I wish I had it. My brother's a dental anesthesiologist, and he tells me, uh, I put him in Oculus to look at a room. And he was telling me in some of the dental practices, how badly he wishes he had Oculus to be like, this won't work for anesthesia. Like he would be able to tell right away with that Oculus on. And it just like goes to show you like it, 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 it's like an important part of your everyday life as a dentist, that design aspect. So even if you don't have a space, it, it makes sense to sort of know what you're comfortable with, know what you need as a dentist and design uh, a proper space.
0: So when you say 3D, you don't only mean three-dimensional on a computer screen. You can actually throw it into a pair of Oculus, like AR or uh, VR. VR. VR glasses. Yeah. And yeah. you can actually, you know, walk around the room, look around. Is that what you mean? Yeah.
1: yeah, so I have an Oculus Rift 2, I believe. That's what it's called. And you just put on the glasses. And in one second, I click a click a button and then you're transported into that room. You're standing in a big hallway, let's say. And you can walk around that office. It's a very cool experience. It's very very cool. Wow,
0: that's metaverse level.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it is is literally the metaverse. Like it's literally being in a space. Like you're you adjust it to be your height, so then you're walking around. It's like from your. It's very very cool. Next time you're there, I I I really strongly suggest that you you try it.
0: So from you know your brother's perspective, being an anesthesiologist, what are some of those things he pointed out that? you know, would be different when you actually see it in 3d versus if you just are given a sketch from an architect or an engineer. So a 2d sketch,
1: you're getting it on a piece of paper. And it's very difficult to imagine, even if you have the dimensions, like, okay, one foot six, okay, like, you can ballpark that you can take out a measuring tape and be like, okay, I feel like in my dental chair, I could make this work. But when you're actually looking in 3d in the 3d space, you can see it. You literally can see it. Okay, like that is enough space. That cabinet will have enough room to open. So it, it just makes it a lot easier. So just develop- makes it a lot easier to, vi- to visualize.
0: So the software that you developed, was it actually you coding away? Do you code or did you hire a team? How did that so process? I do goes?
1: have a team of coders. So the software that I use, basically, we just have a back end software. There's a front end 3D component. 3D has been around for a long time. Um, one of the most popular programs is Google SketchUp. There's like free trials that you can use. It's widely avail- available 3D programs. So it's not uh, difficult. To, like 3D is like a, a established program now. So what we did is we have a back end for construction. That's what we built. A back end for construction, which is actual from that 3D, those 3D products in SketchUp, which are linked to nothing. We're now linking them to our back end, which is, a product from Home Depot, a product from this certain uh, retailer, th- that vendor, they have a backend link. So they're sort of like a live database.
0: Makes sense. Okay. So if, if I'm a dentist and I'm coming in and I'm yeah. saying, Woody, well, I need a, I need an office set up in, uh, you know, two months. And and I come to you and you say, okay, will you show the, the dentists, the client, the full catalog of what's available? Absolutely. So it's, so not only will I show them that, like they'll have access
1: to that library catalog they can also walk into it in a vr aspect which is kind of cool like walking through a store and seeing everything virtual that we can get our hands on in real life Um, so yeah they'll be able to see all those options different tile the whole yeah so the process that we have is basically right now if you're in an office you take a video of your office um you send it to us and then we're able to provide, uh, depending on what you need, you say, Okay, I want to expand an operatory, like you basically people generally know roughly what they need. And within a couple of days, we send them back a few options in 3d. And then from there, it sparks a conversation of Oh, okay, like, I kind of like that, then you're able to have a meeting um, with someone from our side, they walk you through the whole process, and you can choose a, a ton of different um, materials.
0: Interesting. So people always want to know what's, how much stuff costs, right? So, yeah. you know, obviously how much the dental practice is going to cost, but those services that you offer. So is that, you know, initial rendition free of charge? Do you charge an upfront fee and then kind of have a, have a percent on completion? How does that work?
1: So, no, I don't charge anything for the 3d drawings. They're, I, they're, they're good research for me, to be honest, like they're good research to have that 3d asset to build that 3d asset is uh is good for me to have. So I realized that and I don't charge anything for that 3D process for dentists, no.
0: Wow. And then you get paid on completion. Is it, a, is it a part of completion or is it just like an engineer or architect would do is like you get a design fee? Or you so it depends if
1: you're going to use the drawings to take them to um, like permit, then we would start to charge. But as just a conversational render piece, they're free of charge.
0: Are, are there interior dental decorators, like similar to the way home yes. decorators exist?
1: yes okay. yes there's I, I, there's many many there's i think tons on instagram um yeah, yeah. and some of them are doing a really, really good job, um but a lot of the interior decorators um either charge for three d or work in two d exclusively so yeah when i when I brought this to interior decorators, not even dental related it, it's very two d like it's just a two d world like it is, so okay. it's not even something that they they, work, they don't work in 3D. And when they do, it's generally they charge for it. When someone wants 3D, it's, it's an interior designer charging
0: for it. Do you have ambitions down the road to take this, you know, full swing where I think Ikea might have this where you could just, you know, take a photo of your room or kind of show the layout of the room and it auto-populates based on, you know, AR and, and and color matching and palettes and stuff. Like, this is all stuff beyond me. But, like, it, it automatically populates, okay, this color chair will go with this wall, which will go with this countertop. Do you have, do you have ambitions to go down that route? Or do you sort of still yeah. want to keep it?
1: Well, when you bring stuff up like that, I'm a huge nerd. So, like, I have, like, a theory of, like, what will end up happening. I think even from a video very soon, that will be possible. Taking a video... And by very soon, I mean, like within five years, the like rate at like which AI is transforming and like, I'm even seeing it in this industry. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like from things that never could have happened to like being able to use a cell phone as like a computer set of eyes. It's really, really crazy stuff. Um, Just using a cell phone now, they have AI algorithms that figure out like depth just from the cell phone, just from like, if they know you're using an iPhone they get the focal point. They get a, a different. Uh, they get like a lot of different variables, and they're able to say like, "Okay, we calculated it based on um, based on all these things. The room looks like this, and the accuracy is like incredible, like unbelievably incredible." So, I think like yes, I will naturally go there. As of right now, it's not something that's like on my horizon in the next few months. That makes
0: when sense. I, yeah, when I when I got my iPhone, you you point that out. I remember they sold me, the the website sold me on like LiDAR. And like looking back, I kind of think I've never used this in my life. Is that sort of the technology you're referring to like that? Oh, so LiDAR I use actually quite a lot, but I
1: just think, you know, LiDAR to me is just unfortunately like kind of like think of it like Blu-ray, like it just like, (laughs) like I don't even know what Blu-ray was because it was just sort of taken away by HD streaming 4k streaming like streaming happened and then like blu-ray discs and all that stuff kind of went to nothing so yeah like um with lidar i kind of feel it's the same thing like it's really cool it's really cool lidar is really cool it's just gonna not have its moment because it's gonna be transformed so quickly but when i use lidar um, on an iphone it's great but a lot of customers obviously they might not have an iphone I don't want it to ever be restricted to just like, oh, you need a special technology. So there is a way for us to even take, right now we take 2D videos. So sorry, when we get in 2D videos, we convert them to 3D. So like, that's just, um, there's some manual work involved in that. There's also a little bit of AI that we use to get like a base shell from a 2D scan, but then there's some manual work of adding it in. But to be really honest with you, it takes a little bit longer, but it's just as accurate.
0: It's funny, I would have said the same thing about VR technology until, you know, the metaverse, and I see all these applications now. Um, but but it's crazy how just in a, in a heartbeat, you know, something could turn into it from a gimmick to, you know, an actual, you know, use case, while yeah. other things just die, right? Like Blu-ray. Absolutely, yeah. At the and end Blu-ray. of the day, like people, it, like they have to
1: value them, like, even like the metaverse, Right now, there's not really a space for it to like, there's no real value for it yet. And you're right. In and in a, like, it can just spin in a second and become very valuable out of nowhere. And like, that's what I think the fate of the metaverse is. Like what you heard? Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen and follow Drilling Millions on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube for exclusive clips.